Uh, okay. 18K, YouTube, 69. Is that like oh, Austria, South Africa. Like, is that your... Um, that, that's, that, my, that's my gamer tag. <laughs> YouTube, 69. 69. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast. We take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo. With me is Bro Montana. What's up, dog? Speaking of Montana, baby, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Here we go, brownies. Yeah, for those of you that do not follow American football, Brody's team, the Cleveland Browns, have been, for lack of a better term, snake bitten for most of your life. Uh, I. We haven't had you a, haven't, have you been alive for a playoff run by the yeah, Browns? Two th- well, they made the playoffs in 2002 when we lost to, we gave up like, um, what was that, about 18-point lead yeah, in, in the, the fourth. Th- in the fourth quarter, yeah. Yep, and to the Steelers okay. in, in the wild card. Yep. So I'm a little bit older than Brody, so I do remember the days of Bernie Kosar and the drive. That was Kelly Holcomb. By, by, Actually, when we got beat by, um, we knocked out their starting quarterback. Yeah. And their backup, Kelly, or, um, Greg Maddox, came in. Yep. And uh, torched us for like, <laughs> it was bad. And, and Greg Maddox was never to be seen again. Uh, yeah, he so, Or not yeah. Greg Maddox. Uh, that's the baseball player. Tom, is it Tommy Maddox? What? Yeah. But, what you call it? Uh, Steelers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg Maddox, he's the pitcher. Tommy Maddox is the quarterback. Uh, Fact check. My phone's recording. I don't know. <laughs> Regardless. He was selling life insurance. Yeah, <laughs> that earlier that season. Leave it to the Browns. Yeah, so ten, since 2002, we haven't been in the playoffs. Yep, touchdown, Tommy. Yeah, he was Tommy a quarterback Max. for the uh, XFL. Max, yeah, he threw the damn uh, good circle change. Yeah, for the Braves. Yeah, uh, touchdown, Tommy. He was part of the XFL mm-hmm. with the LA Extreme, and got picked up by uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. in the off season. And prior to that, was selling insurance. That's who beat us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so since 2002, haven't been to playoffs. Okay. Our last winning season was 2007. Mm-hmm. So uh, we went 10 and 6, missed the playoffs yep. due to a tiebreaker. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, you know, we went last two years, what, what, 0 and 16 and 1 and 16, or 1 and 15. Yes. So, so two wins cumulatively, right? One. Or, or one, one win in the past two, two seasons. Two years, yeah. And they surpassed that by we, seven times that. No, but, oh, but I don't know. They won their they won the third game like in what week five. I just want to let you know the refs took away three games for us. So <laughs> oh yeah, there was one that well, you guys Raiders, lost. The Raiders, yeah, at, uh, a buzzer beater where poor Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, was just on the sidelines, just devastated. What he was just no, he was on the sidelines like oh, yeah. what the hell nah, just happened? Tampa Bay, they hit yeah. a sixty like five yard field goal, which is unheard of to yeah. beat us. But yeah, whatever. But but. Things are looking on the upswing. Yep. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, Bengals suck. Steelers suck. <laughs> Ravens squeak by. Uh, it's just nice not to be the piece of the gum on someone's Someone bottom issue yeah. that's been stepped in dog shit. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with where Brody and I are, are broadcasting from, we're in Dayton, Ohio, Dayton Southwest West. Ohio. So uh, just in Ohio or where we're at, we have Cincinnati Bengals, which are They're not super even really, close. They're not even really a team, though. <laughs> They're about 45 minutes away. Cleveland Browns. What, about four hours away from here? Then uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, about, what, five, six hours? Yeah. Then you got the Indianapolis Colts, which are about two hours away. Chicago Bears, five hours away. So, like, if you're a football dude, this is probably a good part of the country to live in, not Mm -hmm. to mention all the college football that we have around this area as well. So if you've ever thought of a reason to move to Dayton, Ohio, and you're a football fan, yeah, give it, hit us up. Unless you like anybody but the Browns. You're not welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. You don't want to be anybody. We're the hottest team in the NFL coming out, baby. <laughs> Between them and the Rams, man, it's been pretty amazing to yeah. watch those guys. Yep. So I want to throw some numbers at you. We are up to 18,000 downloads, which we mentioned last week. That was our first Yeah, for first our first year. year. Yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, what do you think about that, Mo? We never asked Mo his opinion. As always, when it comes to numbers, I have no idea what that means. No, it's 18,000. That's Is that legit? 18,000? Well, so I think our original goal our soft goal that we established is if both of our gyms listed so that would have put us at about 2500 downloads 
So I think we've I think we've eclipsed that. <laughs> and that's in every single member listed. Yeah, that's every single me- member listed. So for me, that's a victory. I'm totally uh, excited about that. Um, Eighteen thousand. Why does that excite you? I, because, like I said, there are, are literally our expectation was just just our gyms to listen, and we got people to listen all over the world. Well, my expectation, no one was going to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do it? Yeah. Why would anybody later? listen to us? Yeah, yeah but eighteen thousand downloads later. Uh, 50 states, yep. 49 countries. We just added Austria and South Africa over the holiday break. Our um, downloads per month's up. Downloads per month are up. We, I think when I was looking at the numbers, our first month was like 200 uh, in a three-month window. And now we're up to almost 3,000, which, you know. It's a little, little different. Yeah, a little bit different. And um, we started the, started the YouTube. Yeah. And we're up to 69 members as of this recording. Need to get that up. So that way you can see all the stuff that Brody leaves in that I take out. Uh, you know, it's tough on YouTube. I mean, honestly, the only time I watch YouTube is like late at night. When you're trying to sleep. I do. I get sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube rabbit hole. It does. You you, you've, know all, I mean? you've all been there. You've all been there. It's like they there. know what I want to watch. <laughs> Are you inside my brain, YouTube? <laughs> but no. Uh, the... Uh, so it's tough. I mean, I, honestly, if I had to choose, I would listen to a podcast uh, in my car. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? But so. Because it gets kind of dangerous when you have the YouTube up on your dashboard. I've done it. <laughs> I may or may not have done that on the way here, trying to figure out how to beat a particular level in a game I'm playing, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um, reviews, though, that has been awesome. Uh, we are up 60. to 60 yeah. reviews. We need to get that up to 100, so we're leaving it up to you guys to square away. If you have not left us a review, please do so. Leave us a five star review on iTunes. Stitcher, uh, where else are we If you at? can leave a review, on, leave a written review. Yeah, leave a written review. Yeah, clicking the star is awesome. We appreciate it. We love that. But given that actual uh, written testimonial of telling people us. why uh, they should listen, that that's tremendous. Uh, it validates us, you know, yeah, all the Rick time we spend do doing this. Yeah, Rick. Rick just the put story of Rick. Yeah. 60. <laughs> we appreciate that, brother. And um, actually reading your review, like, actually, yeah. that was pretty sweet because awesome I had no idea... When you started listening to us. And the impact. And the impact that it had on you. Because mm-hmm. you, you're you pretty much a day one cat too, man. Because you said you listened to it right before Festivus. Which yep. Festivus, is that's a nation, well, worldwide competition, uh, I believe. Yeah. We'll um, say nation just to be safe. Okay, we get, yeah, just to be humble. Hey, Jenna, will you check that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jenna, our lovely statistician, she's going to check that. But uh, the journey of Rick, or Rick uh, on Instagram, I believe that's his handle. He was talking about in his review how he listened to us right before he was in this competition. And this competition is designed, designed for everyday CrossFitters. Your general physical preparedness guys like myself. And he said that as he started listening to it, he started to notice that we were talking about things not just related to CrossFit. And that was one of the goals that we had yeah. from the beginning. We were going to give you the stuff outside the 60 minutes. And um, luckily that resonated with Rick. And uh, we really do appreciate the fact that you left us a, an awesome review. review. Yeah, Jenna has our stat. Go ahead. It is worldwide. Ding! Festivus is worldwide. Wide. 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 (laughs) Prestige. Worldwide. (laughs) Oh, it's nose. Please don't sue us. Please don't sue us. Anyways, (laughs) you know how fast that was? What? Freaking Tommy Quickfingers over there. (laughs) Yeah. That, that's she, got eight, she got AG speed, Mo. <laughs> now only our photographer, she is our statistician. So this week's episode. That's why she has a mic, though. She's, yeah, th- she, yeah. She, she's worked her way up to microphone. Now, <laughs> she so. went from um, sweeping the floors. <laughs> she's, <laughs> now, she's now like a, uh, G- assistant GM. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because there's like me and you, we're at the top. Yeah. And Jenna was like, I don't, she's like way down here. She's now worked her way up through hard work, Mo. <laughs> yeah, hard work, dedication. And all yeah. the money we pay her. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's okay. I know you guys listen for me. <laughs> Would they listen for your photographs? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And the Which, background noise of you guys talking shit. Yeah, but uh, if you guys do follow us on social media, uh, 99% of the stuff you see on Instagram and on Facebook is all a result of Jenna's hard work and her vision. So we are truly thankful Yeah, I think we had that. like 110 followers when we started and we're up about the Yeah, when it was just thousand. me and you? Yeah. <laughs> Mo didn't even know how to... Actually, Mo, up until like two yeah, weeks ago, yeah. didn't have me put how to put a story. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like I am so I'm very not. I, I am a tech guy, but when it comes to social media, I am not up to speed on that. I have teenagers; they teach me just enough to keep me out of their hair. But I didn't know how to do a story until <laughs> I think we did the live episode. Jenna yeah. had to give me like a crash course, and uh, so if those stories were all hosed up around uh, the live episode, you can thank me. Don't blame Jenna. <laughs> 
No, you're <laughs> So this week's episode, yeah. with it being the new year, a lot of times we hear people wanting new to... Year's resolution. New Year's resolution. Yeah. So this year, or well, this episode is titled New Year, New You. Really? Yeah. Question mark. Explanation point, question yeah. mark, like... Dot, 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 all that. Like some bleeped out words. <laughs> Eye roll emoji. Eye roll emojis. Or the this emoji, I like to use that one a lot. Or the big middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> the big middle finger, Mo. Drives me nuts. So what, new year, new you, um, what it's all about? Well. And, but, and, and this is going to be one of those episodes where we're not specifically talking about CrossFit. We're just talking about, you know, real stuff here. So new year, new you. Let's start off by talking about CrossFit. Okay, we can start there, obviously. I'll tell you what. I'm tired of these New Year, New You challenges mm-hmm. in CrossFit. You're going to tell me, well, like, what's that? What's that? I don't understand it. Like, we were talking before we even started this episode. I think as a society, we are so used to New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. right? It's first I, of the year. I don't know when that phenomenon started, but for as long as I've been alive, which is a long time. that Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I've always heard of this... Uh, practice of establishing a new year's resolution and i've never been big into that like i've always been goal oriented so i don't need to mm-hmm. i don't need to wait wait till january 1st to like oh i got all my goals ready mm-hmm. like i'm ready to hit it hard uh no i hit it hard all the time Genesis, that uh religious origins hmm. babylonians made promises to their gods at the start of each year that they would return borrowed objects and pay their debts. The Romans began each year by making promises to the god Janus for whom the month of January is named. Hmm. Well, Fun fact. Knowledge damn, bombs. Damn okay, Romans. knowledge bobs. Yeah, Boom. Thank I'm you, blame, Jenna. Blaming the We're Romans. blaming on the Romans, yeah. Not only for killing Jesus. <laughs> 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 they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You need to stat check that. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I'm going to ask Siri. Now, now they're setting up these new year, new you challenges. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think we can, I don't think we can directly attribute that to the, to the Roman legions, but well, I, I see where you're going. But Mo, they messed up start, starting with Jesus. And then they started up this freaking new year, new year. <laughs> Damn Romans. That's why, you know, they're conquered, you know, whatever. 300 years. That's all they existed because of that. So now that we have the origins, <laughs> and you asked the question, yeah, I did, I did, I did. Yeah, it's most fault. I should have thought about that before I asked the question. But yeah, I think in the United States, uh, societally, we've always, as a collective, had this uh, drive, or you know, I'm, well, as soon as the new year starts, I'm doing X, wow. and usually. Um, one of the things, one of the, I'd say the top three you're going to hear are I'm going to save money, I'm going to start, start working work, out, exercise, yep. uh, some sort of fitness-related goal, or, and, and maybe, you know, and I'm probably not a good one to stalk, but maybe I'm going to stop drinking. You know, usually, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that. I'm not, trust me. I'm Mo, not, Mo's on a second I'm not, beer. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, Obviously, yeah. he didn't make that a New no, Year's resolution. No, I lasted three days, <laughs> 72 hours. Um, yeah. But putting these lofty goals and attributing him to, I'm going to start this on 1 January. Yeah, you know what drives me nuts? What grinds your gears? When they say it in August. <laughs> Come January, <laughs> I'm going to start working out. I'm like... You're like, bro. Mother effort, it's August. Yeah. Like, why you... <laughs> bro, it's still summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, let's what, start... What do you... Are, let's start tomorrow. Yeah, are you what? loading up? What's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <you> Yeah. <laughs> Um, or, uh, I'm going to start this diet in two weeks. Mm. Why? Well, so I can eat all the, well, I got all stuff. these frozen pizzas in yeah. my freezer and you know, well, if you, if you know, you need to start a diet, right? So something has happened. You've either a, holy crap. I am I'm like way off the rails, way off the rails. Mm-hmm. Or you go to the doctor more seriously. Yeah. You get some, um, your blood pressure's high. They're talking like pre blood pressure. Yeah, pre-hypertensive. Yeah, pre-hypertensive. Um, you know, early stages of diabetes because you can't stay off the hot tamales, and um, they're so good. They are so good. Yeah. And, um, but 
if that's the case, why are we waiting? Okay, mm-hmm. and let's make it more realistic. Let's say they, it, we do this in December 1st. January, that's it. I'm done. I'm done smoking. I'm done drinking. Smoking, yeah, I'm that's done. one I forgot. That's another big I'm one. I'm done you know? feeling bad about myself. I'm going to post more positive things. I'm going to feel better about myself. Like, why January? Mm-hmm. What? What? Why can't you do it December 2nd? Why don't you start it? Yeah, you know, just do like, it now. Go to the grocery December 1st and eat good that night and then roll into December 2nd. Then mm-hmm. this is the this is what this is about. Like new year, new you, but why are you waiting for the new year? Mm-hmm. Why does that why does how does that define you because of a certain day? Like mm-hmm. you know you see all these memes like um the gym uh January first <laughs> and then the, the gym. gym on February first. Yeah, yeah. It's like completely packed and empty. Because the funniest and, one I've seen so far is is uh it was just, it was text and it said, I'm going to start a new gym called Resolutions. The first 12 weeks, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have exercise equipment. The rest of the year, it's going to be a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, stuff like that just, just chaps my ass, Mo. Like yeah. it, it makes no sense. Like, and this is what happens. This is why Jan- it, it's a funny meme. January 1st, you know, the gym, then February 1st, the gym. And that's why they don't last because... If you if you're telling yourself you got to wait a month to do something, well then when it comes time to do it, you're not going to stick to it mm-hmm. because this New Year's resolution, you're not there's nothing to hold you accountable. You the besides ro- besides a date and the Roman gods, yeah, obviously yeah. because that's Junus or whatever the hell that's called. How this, that's how this all started. But you know, but that's the thing. Like if you have these goals and you are tired of how you feel, you're tired of how overweight you are, and you're tired of uh, you know, just feeling bad about yourself or you, you're like, holy crap, I'm like pre-diabetic or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I have high blood or, pressure. Or even, you know, something that's more tragic is like you have a family member pass away or a family member is diagnosed with X, Y, or Z and it creates a, uh, a, a moment for you to be introspective. And be like, oh man, the oh I, shit I, moment. Yeah, the oh shit moment. Yep. Yeah, I, I really need to change something. You know, as unfortunate that is that is, you know, and I think the point you're trying to get at for today's episode is like, why are you waiting for that oh shit moment? If it's so important to you, yeah, it's a goal. You're tired of feeling that way. Why? If it's so important to you, why are we waiting? Mm-hmm. Why? What's the point? Do something today that you can't do tomorrow. That's just what it is. Like, because you don't know what happens. You know, what happens tomorrow when you, you've had a really bad day and you stop, you know, we talk about how that affects working out in CrossFit mm-hmm. and we're dedicated to that. We're dedicated. We love CrossFit mm-hmm. and something bad happens. We still have bad And we days. get derailed yeah. from doing something we love. Well, you, you're telling me that something is going to derail you from something you're not dedicated to? Like Probably more so than absolutely. if you are committed to a particular practice of whatever. We're a creature of habit, mm-hmm. okay? If we start something and we, we set... Um, we get in this habit of doing it. Let's say drinking water. You know, I never drank a lot of water when I was younger because I said it tasted bad. Well, there's no taste. So it just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It was a bad habit. That's mm-hmm. all it was. So when you create a habit and you do it every day, you know, I just listened to Gennetti's, um podcast mm-hmm. and he talked about how when he was uh, going through the scene of writing his book, <laughs> yeah. um, and he was challenged. He was challenged, but here's the thing. What kicked off his morning, every night he took a glass of water and he set it on his nightstand. When he woke up the next morning, the first thing he ever does every single day is drink that uh, room temperature water, mm-hmm. and then he goes and gets in the shower. Well, there's always something associated to uh, get something kick-started, and what was associated was that glass of water. Once he got up out of bed, drank the glass of water, his body naturally went to the shower because he knew that's what was next. That was part of the routine. It's part of the routine. And then once he's in the shower, he's like, shit, well, I'm already showered and now I'm wide awake. Mm-hmm. I might as well go do the book. So something as small as a glass of water completely got him to get up a couple hours earlier so he could write his first book. And thank you, Aaron, for putting that in your podcast because I've now adopted that practice of literally I put a glass of water <laughs> Yeah, down, and I'm using that as my trigger to get my ass out of bed now. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that uh, are new to the show, Aaron, we had him, I believe, on episode five and six. Aaron Genetti of Endeavor OG, Defense and yeah. Fitness. 
uh, out in Hilliard, Ohio, which is about roughly an hour away. He does have a podcast now. It's called Kamawazi, K-A-M-I-W-A-Z-A. And you can find that on Podbean, I iTunes. believe on iTunes For an episode and four, Stitcher. Yeah, they're, uh, they're very new into their show, but um, they're kind of like us in the respect that they're not telling you how to improve your snatch. They're just talking about, you know, real shit. I'll just go ahead and put it under that category. Hashtag. Which I wish, you know, YouTube, or I wish iTunes had a category for that real shit. Because um, I think that's where, <laughs> I think that's where we, we would be better suited. Yeah. So, when you're talking about the phenomena, the whole new year, new you type deal and waiting till the first of the year, sometimes not everyone out there is intrinsically motivated. Uh, yeah, they, everybody who sets January first <clears> is <throat> to change the world. That's they're, they're not motivated people. They and need they need a date to they motivate need, them, or, or they need some sort of external stimulus, mm-hmm. like we talked about. You know, some kind of life changing event or a date on a calendar. Yeah, and that's okay. But as you stated earlier. How hard is it to stay committed to something if you're not invested? That's a great word, invested. Yeah, I'm not going to put all. I'm like if I have a hundred thousand dollars, you know, I'm not putting it on January first. Mm-hmm. I'm not betting. I'm not betting hundred thousand dollars on that. I'm going to put it on myself, mm-hmm. right? Because myself, I know for a fact, if I put it on me. I got hundred G's on it. I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah. Right. I'm not gonna put it. You to, got, as they say, you have skin in the game. Yeah. You have something to lose now. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'll I'll bet on myself before anybody else because I can control that. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, then it's on me, and I can I can accept a loss. Um, but if I put everything and put my stock in the January first, that's gonna motivate me, gonna get me going, and it's gonna keep me accountable. You're dead wrong because it won't. I promise you. We've all made new. We've all made some mm-hmm. sort of resolution, and it falls flat on your face. It's like. Yeah, you're going to quit smoking. Well, it lasts you three days. Mm-hmm. You know, what have you done? Okay. Tell me, tell me the steps you've done to actually start quit smoking. Versus just that date on the calendar. Yeah. Well, I'm going to quit cold turkey. Okay. Well, you're in about uh, 2% of smokers who can quit cold turkey. actually have the capacity to do yeah, that. Yeah, then you've been smoking for 10 years. You're yeah. not going to break a habit cold turkey. Some people can if they're very driven mentally. And, and I've heard people make that argument. Oh, it's hard to quit smoking. I've been doing it for so long. And to just share a personal story, like the reason I quit smoking is I went on a vacation to Manhattan for my birthday and cigarettes were $15 a pack. I was like, I'm not paying $15 a pack. I was there for like a week. I came home about a month later. I realized I stopped smoking. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it was really weird. And like people like, Oh, I hate people like you that can quit. And I was like, well, I don't know. I just, I was able to quit. It just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Why my brain? I, I I believed in the fact that I didn't need to smoke anymore because I went an entire week without smoking. It's a habit, and I just stopped. And think about what that person said. I hate people like you who can quit smoking. That goes back to our yeah. our body image episode. Like, like are you said. kidding me? Yeah. No. Great job. Congratulations, mm-hmm. man. I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. Well, that would piss me off just as much because you can do it. <laughs> like, don't tell me something you can wish to do. Like, yeah. You hear these Navy SEALs always? They they ask these other Navy SEALs like. Um, you know, I want to be a Navy SEAL. Uh, what can I do? And they're like, sign up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, or, uh, it's a low barrier to entry. It's the thing. Like yeah. if you start, if you're questioning yourself before you even start something, well, you're already going to fail because you've already given yourself an out, mm-hmm. right? There, don't question it. Set up a, set up a process. If you're going to truly quit smoking and you're going to do it on a specific date for whatever the freaking reason, yeah. like, Build up to that. Start with some sort of, you know, nicotine, um, like Nicorette or, mm-hmm. or you know, don't. Some I sort of accessory you, tool, yeah. I guess you could vape. I mean, it's not as good, but mm-hmm. you can get lower qualities of nicotine to wean yourself off. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're just training one habit for the other. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but maybe increase your chances of success by developing a plan. Yeah. And, and your plan doesn't just, January 1st, it just, a uh, switch doesn't flip and like, Oh, your body says, okay, cool. It's one January. Yeah. We're not smoking anymore. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You'll do it for that day. And then you start, you know, start getting anxious and then like, you'll want like to v- fidget with something. And then mm-hmm. next thing you find yourself, you're buying a pack of smokes and spending 15 bones to get it. Like, yeah. you know, but I think that's something that don't trade one habit for the other, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, 
you know, don't stop smoking and then start doing heroin. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a little out there, but you know, don't, don't just, don't let, don't let a date determine what and who you're, what you're going to do and don't switch a habit, one habit for the other. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, cause in all honesty, it's all I'm going to quit smoking and then I'm going to use workout as my habit. Well, you don't, we already know how much dedication it takes to CrossFit. You have to have, it's, it's for everybody, but not for everybody. Like you, you know Agreed. what I mean? They may not even like it. Like to start. But, but I think the difference between the new year, new me type stuff where I say, I'm going to start going to, you know, X and Y fitness, you know, and pay $25 a month. You don't have, like I said, when I was going to Globo gym, the kid at the desk might've known my name and he'd hand me a towel. But that was it. That was it. Yeah. You know, he, he, you know, I didn't have a coach. I may have had a workout partner or two that I was accountable to in terms of like uh, my schedule and my time. Oh, I need to go at this time because you know Mike said he's going to be there and I need to be there. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, I'm gonna look like a punk. Mm-hmm. But having one or two people that that's a good start. But CrossFit is different in the respect that there's been very few times in my CrossFit life where I've worked out with one or two people. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I can if you, pro- and even if you did, it would still be enjoyable. Well, and even but even at that, there, you're working out side by side, but then you still have that trainer. Mm-hmm. You know, they're leading you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. New Year, New You. It, it can be a challenge. It can it can be the impetus for some people to start a fitness uh, habit. But what are things they can do? You know, okay, so we're obviously we're getting away from that calendar date. What are some things that people can do to try and improve their op- their possibility of success? As, you know, New Year, New Year aside, just say, today I'm going to be, I, I need to work on my fitness because I just went to the doctor. They said I'm pre-hypertensive. If I don't change something, I'm going to need to be on medication for the rest of my life, possibly risking kidney injury. You know, I, that oh shit moment, mm-hmm. as we stated earlier. What are some things we can do to try and improve our odds of success. I, I think it, what we've already covered, you got to create a habit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say you go to the gym and you know that you don't want to go alone. Find someone that will go to the gym with you. Find a friend that already works out. And maybe you join their gym because they're already there. They know the th- routine. They know everything. You have so an in. You have an in. They're going to be there. And accountability is huge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to work out. Peer th- pressure is a son. Well, I'm just, I'm going to work out at 430 <laughs> and you know, uh, you, you'll show up because you don't want to work out alone mm-hmm. and you know, someone's there and you already know them. You can communicate with them. You have so, that sense of responsibility. So create a habit. If you don't have a friend, you may need a personal trainer. If you're at a, a typical type gym mm-hmm. or if you're go to a CrossFit gym, walk inside of it and try it out. What's the worst thing that happens? You don't like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Move on. Go to the next gym. I didn't like it the first time I tried it. You know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> I almost quit. <laughs> and not because of, not because of the load. Let's just say it's just, you don't like you don't like the community style workout. Okay. Find out something that you do. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is where it's kind of like you're, you're on a very fine line because, okay, I gave it my best. I went to a gym and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go back to my old habit. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, okay, well, I'm going to, I didn't like that vibe. I'm going to go try, maybe I'll try soul cycle or I'm going to try yeah. yoga or I'm going to try because yoga people, they're, yeah, they may not be able to um, deadlift 125 pounds, but, but they can. But they're mobile as hell. They can lick their toes, <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> mobility is awesome, right? So I would agree. But no, I um, wish I had some. Yoga's tough, but find some sort of thing that maybe will interest you. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on yourself, but create a habit. Go in there, and then typically, if you like, you said it only took you a week to break a habit of how long? At that point, probably about maybe six seven years okay yeah so it's real easy and all you did was go to manhattan okay mm-hmm. all janetti did was drink a glass of water yeah and as simple as something that's free a glass of warm temperature or um, room temperature water mm-hmm. uh, allowed him to get up get in the shower and get his day started mm-hmm. an hour earlier every single day so he could get something done um that has been great for him mm-hmm. and so it gave, it gave him the impetus to yeah. Well, I mean, he was challenged, obviously, mm-hmm. and you know, Aaron's Beyond the that. kind of guy that you know he will he will accept any challenge. But know? that's saying, even though Drew challenged him, he still needed something to kind of set that, like, "Hey, stop being lazy. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get it moving." 
And all you did was create a habit. So create a habit and that's it. So I think that's your very first step. Go do it. If it doesn't work for you, find something else that, mm -hmm. that you may enjoy, research it. Cause that will get you excited. Cause I think if you start looking for stuff and you like, you start getting something more of your interest, it may get you excited. Like everybody, uh, a lot of CrossFit gyms in bigger cities are flipping out about orange theory and soul cycle. I'm like, I don't care. Let orange theory move beside me. I don't mm -hmm. like maybe. So what if the, it, I would be hurt if someone left for that, but I'm not going to be, I ain't going to hate them because mm -hmm. you know what? They're still doing fitness. Yeah. They're still doing their thing. Um, but that doesn't intimidate me or whatever. Find something that you like, mm -hmm. create that habit. And I promise you, uh, just like CrossFit, you know, you started going, maybe people start going like two days a week and mm -hmm. I'm going to supplement running into it and I'm going to still do my, keep my other gym Whatever membership. my thing, other thing is. Yeah. That shit goes away because mm -hmm. they start doing CrossFit every single day. And then it may six days, seven days, next thing they've done it for 15 straight days. And they're like, why does my body hurt? Mm. <laughs> You're doing 15 days, dummy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but all they do is create a habit. And then I think the rest will kind of take off because we are creatures of habit. Like mm -hmm. I said. So something we, we've said early on, you know, we're not a CrossFit or diet people. We're fitness or diet people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned soul cycle and orange theory. Uh, that leads me to believe that you would identify that people will have a higher probability of success with a group based fitness model. Oh, absolutely. Why? Um, so why do you think, and I think we covered a little bit of that. We you know, said the accountability yeah, piece, yeah, yeah. but, but you and I come from that gym rat background, uh -huh. you know, uh, but I always back, had someone to work out ba with. back and by chest and try skip leg day. Mm -hmm. No cardio, no cardio. Yeah. <clears throat> the stair yeah, stepper thing. <laughs> and it never prepared me for <laughs> three flights of stairs. <laughs> three flights of stairs. Cause you're still winning. Yeah. Didn't work. So why do you think we collectively have a better rate of success when we have that group fitness model versus just now there are some people who can go to the gym by themselves and just absolutely slay it there is that group of people i am not him i value the community aspect of, of fitness because i've tried to work out by myself i did have a certain amount of success but i didn't have the amount of success that i did in this group model yeah group model is huge i think the more people that you get exposed to um, the more, the bigger chance you have find someone that you can relate to. Mm -hmm. You're not going to walk in and relate to the person, you know, snatching 350 pounds or, you know, we're well, not going to find anybody snatching at uh 24 hour fitness anyway. So, you know, but I'm just saying like you instantly, you know, you're not going to relate to them because, okay. you know, like, there's that disparity. I'm out of shape. I'm overweight. And they're not. <laughs> so, okay. Now I may look up to them and be like, damn, I want to look like that. Or, that's cool. That's cool. I'm going to go hang out with this guy yeah. that looks like me. Yeah. I don't need them rings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I remember I think, one of the things I said to myself when I first started was like, I don't want to do that Olympic shit. It's, like, that shit looks dangerous. I don't want to put weights over my head. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward, I got, got my USAW last year, you know? <laughs> right. I think that's the thing is, you find some, you have better, a better chance of finding someone that is just like you that mm -hmm. maybe just started or has only been going for a couple months. And when you can attach that, you know, Jenna talked last episode of how she ambushes everybody that walks in the door as mm -hmm. soon as they come in nah, in a nice way. Yeah. Um, but she is always, you know, unless she's working out and even then she'll even say something, but the introduction, like you said, you don't get that at a 24 hour fitness no, or anything never like did. that. So that instantly is like any type of pressure they may feel and may have dissipated slightly and they can kind of let their guard down and they can realize now when you see a smile, you know, their eyes are open because if you walk into a gym and you walk, especially at ours and you come to the side entrance, you're going to see right onto the wad floor. First thing people are going to see is the most dynamic stuff. People doing ring muscle ups, the weight, uh, rattling the floor. Like who the hell did that? Mm -hmm. And, and then, and then like, the rig over here, people flying all over that. Right. Yeah. And then they're not noticing. The, that, that's after they've walked through the people on the assault bikes and the rowers out in the parking lot. Puking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but the thing is, that's the first thing they see. And then when they let their guard down, now they see, oh, this person, why are they, what's those things hanging from the rig? Why is their feet in bands? What the hell is that? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, okay, well, this person is just doing an empty bar. 
Mm-hmm. And so they start seeing the other things, like more people they can relate to. Like mm-hmm. they know that they don't know how much weight it is, but they know it when it hits the ground, yeah. it shakes. For lack of a better term, you start seeing that disparity. Yes. And I think yeah. that's when that, if you can get someone to let their guard down, introducing yourself, being, you know, friendly to them and not make them very feel kind of, you know, I'll talk to a lot of people. They feel intimidated to even walk in the door, let alone when they get inside and they have Jenna screaming like she just got shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Piss flying yeah, everywhere. Someone pissing on the <laughs> oh floor. God. Somebody else throwing up outside. Jenna is literally. Slip not playing. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it's it can be very intimidating. But once that goes away, I think that's pretty cool. So, again, our topic being that new year, new you. People, you know, focusing on that one January on that calendar piece, you know, and again, good for you for trying to do something, but it, let, why, me, let me, let me, inter- okay. I'm not, I'm not shitting on you, but I am shitting on you. Like if, if it did work for you, yeah. that's, and there you, are people that have, but you didn't need the date is what I'm trying to say. Yes. You didn't absolutely. need the date. You, you've attached it to, Oh, January 1st, I did it and mm-hmm. I've not stopped. Trust me, you didn't need the date. You just associated yourself to that date. You could have started mm-hmm. months or years before. Yeah. You just chose that date. Yeah. Uh, For whatever reason. Yeah. Technically, it worked, mm-hmm. but it was already inside you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You, you had that in you. So, yeah. so the question now is like, or more so the statement is stop waiting. Stop waiting. You know, you, you don't know. None of us are promised tomorrow. None. You know, and I'm not trying to get into, you know, a, a, a religious feel or anything like that. But literally, none of us are promised tomorrow. Like, you know, I, you know, we all have to drive home tonight. And God forbid anything happened to any one of us. But I have no idea. You know, I don't know who's out on the road drinking and driving or doing drugs well, or whatever. Sebastian is on his way to school. Yeah, he's on his way to school. He gets you popped. Know? Like in- or who knows, like some guy's robbing a bank and he's hauling down the highway. And I just happen to get clipped or something, you know. None of us are promised anything. And, and working in the medical field, I saw plenty of, I've seen plenty of it, you know, where just, you know, on a casual day, you know, they probably had a great day and driving home. Next thing you know, they're in the back of an ambulance, you know, clinging on to life. Yep. You know, none of us know that. None. Uh, obviously, your, your entire world's going to change if something catastrophic like yeah, that happens. Absolutely. And you, or if you're dead, you really won't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You're like, well, yeah. wasted that time, but you really ain't going to matter because you're dead. Right. So, but the thing is, uh, most trying to get like, don't put off something that you can do today that you can't do tomorrow. Like I said earlier, like, because mm-hmm. not not let's say, let's take the the death or serious injury out of it, but you can sometimes get really excited about something and really amped up. You've researched it. And you're ready to go. You're chomping at the bit, and you're like, well, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Well, like I said, if you get derailed. And you get sidetracked. You get the text message from the crazy ex-girlfriend. Or, 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 or your, your Aunt Sally calls you up and tells you that you, 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 know, you, you look like a dude because you're super fit. You know? Or let's say you get held over at work. Or that let's happened say, to me today, dude. And let's say <laughs> you, get, um, or you find out you have to travel for work or mm. whatever it may. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I mean? No, I'm laughing because my last deployment, that's how it went down. I got called on Wednesday telling me I had to be halfway around the world next Tuesday, you know? Right. So it's, yeah, Mo can't sign up for the gym anymore. Yeah. But, I was like, you yeah, stop, you yeah. stop thinking about, cause now there's a, a bigger priority. Yeah. You're got slammed at work. Uh, well, I, I'll do it tomorrow. Well, mm-hmm. what happens when you get slammed tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And then, then all of a sudden now it's like, it's Friday. You're like, Oh, I'm gonna have a drink with the boys. Yeah. And now you're like, well, I'll do it on Monday. Well, Monday, we all hate Mondays. We're not the most motivated people. <laughs> because on it's Monday. Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> it's like the worst day of the week. <laughs> and, um, but that, that's the thing, like when you get amped up and you're ready to go, ready to go, go do it. Mm-hmm. Create that habit. Make mm-hmm. that first contact. Let that momentum carry you into that initial uh, behavior. If I set up a date 99.9% of the time, if someone calls me and has a date, they're going to come in and check out the gym, they come. Mm-hmm. Okay. So set that, that now you have to, now you have to go mm-hmm. like, well, I already made the appointment. I'll just go check it out and see how dumb this stupid thing is. And then you get hook like crack cocaine yeah because of crossfit you're seeing like i can't wait to do that mm-hmm. i'm ready to get into some of this yeah like you know especially I mean? this time of year open what's that yeah. <laughs> you know it's for actually nobody this year it's only for your top <laughs> 10 people in the world you actually don't matter why don't you just go ahead and take your 20 dollars and donate to vet one because <laughs> you're not going to the games <laughs> thanks greg 
Um, but that's the thing. If you, if you create that contact, you're like, okay, now you have an appointment on Monday to go. Mm-hmm. You'll still go. Okay. And then you come in, at least you tried, you did make that contact. You made the exposure. It's got you to take that next step because if you don't take the next step, you're, you're stuck back where you were. And that's just, remember, no ideas are really like, or no goals are really created from just a thought. It's, it's by action. And mm-hmm. people's first action is writing, writing it down. Writing it down, yeah. Right? So I can have 100 goals in my head. Well, it's not actionable until I put it on paper. And now mm-hmm. I feel accountable because I wrote that. Mm-hmm. It's right here. It's staring me in the face every single day when I wake up. Yeah. So that's the point is take that initiative, write the goal down. Now you're like, oh, shit. Like, I really got to work on this because then I just post it on Facebook. <laughs> Yeah. Right, you know, whatever. Yeah. First step. Having that, you know, accountability, whether it's to yourself, you know, you, you write that little sticky note and you put it on your mirror and you have to look at it every day. Or, you know, I've some I've seen people adopt the practice of, you know, like how you even have here, like your gold boards. You know, now everybody sees what you're trying to attain. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, you want to do some extra work? I know you're trying to work on that muscle up. Yeah, because it's right here. You're like, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's right here. Well, I was going to go home and play Call of Duty, but I guess I'll I'll spend another twenty minutes. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's work, like working on my goal that yeah. I wrote on the board. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. I think that's definitely a good way to to get after it. Now, how can adopting these types of practices and behavior have secondary impacts on things like I don't know your life, life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like if you guys listen a lot, I do study Navy SEALs and. A lot of them really talk about uh, Wilco. I think he, Jocko, he does Jock, this. Yeah. Willington, yeah. Where um, he takes a picture of his watch every morning. <laughs> that's out there. I'm not getting up before him. I'm, not, I'm just getting home at 4 uh, o'clock yeah, in the morning. I'm, sometimes I'm still up. <laughs> what do I do? Crushing 14-year-olds right. on PUBG. <laughs> um, no, but you know, you start off by making your bed is a big thing they yep. say, right? They start off by making your bed. Yeah, you Admiral, Admiral McRaven, he gave a speech at uh, University of Texas. A yep, threw speech up a the few old Longhorns. Yep. Uh, he said, uh, the first thing you can do to help be a successful person is start off every day by making your bed. Right. And it doesn't have and, to be, it doesn't yeah. have to be your bed. Just, and, it has and, to be. And, yeah. And the story he related to that when he was going through SEAL, SEAL training, he knew that at the end of the day, if he had screwed everything else up, he had at least made his bed correctly. Yeah. So he had that one positive thing to cling on to as he's getting his ass handed to him, you know, for however many hours, mm-hmm. <laughs> running up and down the Silver Strand, doing whatever the instructors had him, do, had him doing. Yeah. You know? it, so I think that, you know, it's, if you can do that and then it, what transfers to life is um, you don't, there, there, there may be obstacles between what you know you need to do to accomplish it and you'll get through those obstacles because you want to, you want to cross that, you want to cross that goal off, or you want to like, okay, I have a to do list of five things. I'm crossing that off. Mm-hmm. Well, if I have four meetings and and I have to do you know, four other things to get a to be able to get to this portion on my list to mm-hmm. cross it off, I just know that I got to get through the crap so I can focus on this and cross it off because that's what I get here. Like there is times I really got a program, but I really got to clean. I still run a gym. I'm not, mm-hmm. a, I'm not programming. Doesn't pay the bills. Like a clean gym doesn't pay the bills, but it all, but it keeps people happy. Keeps people coming back for sure. Right. So, but there's times where I got to do three or four things before I can get to maybe something I really want to do or that I know that's important to get done. So I think creating that habit will get you through stuff that may typically derail people who don't have a positive habit as soon as they wake up. So how can you help yourself or what are some things you can do to improve on the probability of, you know, being successful with those habits? Like you said, writing them down, obviously, you know, you know, you don't have to share them with anybody, but I, I'm always big about putting a little sticky note on my mirror because yeah. I have to look at it every day, you know, whether I'm working or not, I go in that bathroom, I take a shower, I brush my teeth, don't have to worry about washing my hair so much, but it's there every day. Mm-hmm. you know and i see it uh, that's a constant reminder and uh the act of crossing one of those things off it releases endorphins in your body you get that sensation that stimulus like oh i did something it's like a okay. confidence i think it, it builds confidence yeah. yeah but also that sense of accomplishment 
that no matter how small it is, you were able to cross something off that list. Right. But I think the, what deters people is sometimes the things that they write down or that they have to accomplish, they're looking at big picture. And sometimes the big picture takes a lot longer than the small picture. Mm -hmm. You know, I always say at our events, like I pay attention to every small detail that there is. And I think of every bad thing that can happen and try to plan for it. So I pay, I have a bunch of small details and I've had people tell me like, why do you even care about this? It's not that big of a deal. It's, it's minor. And I'm like, well, a bunch of small details equal a big detail. Mm-hmm. And that's my end goal is if I, if I get, if I put my head down and get the little stuff done and I just get, if I get a hundred things, that's little, they make the big picture a lot better. Mm-hmm. And, and then I can cross that off of having a successful competition that was safe. No one got hurt ran on time or early and, 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 because God knows I love it when your comps end early. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> As I'm but, standing right here for about eight hours. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think sometimes you try to bite off more than you can chew uh-huh. and then you get bogged down because yeah. like there's a lot, there's a process. Some, like I was telling you, there could be four or five things I got to get done before I can cross something off mm-hmm. um, because it's part of the process. And if I just, if I ignore everything in between, I just focus on the thing I mm-hmm. want to cross off. I give up five other things that need to be done. So maybe like that back it saturation off. piece where like you over, like you said, you overload yourself, you, not identifying that there are multiple steps to get to that goal. I, I call it you know, short-term goals. That's it. Or make something that is going to lead to you to get to that. Like mm-hmm. if I have to get, okay, I want to program for Jenna or for Chris or, for extra programming or whoever, if I want to, if I want to get that done before I can do that, I got to, I got to clean the bathrooms. I got to take the trash out. I got to clean the, the stuff toilets. You have to do already. I got to get it done because I, it has to be done. Mm-hmm. I can't just go to programming and cross. I can finish that, but now I've passed up four, five other things that are critical to my day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you re- if you do a goal, that's too large. Um, let's say you want to put 75 pounds on your back squat. Well, what happens when you only put 35 pounds on your back squat? Okay, well, you failed your goal. Well, what if I put if I put a short-term goal of if you want to squat 405, which is a guy who wants to squat 405. Mm. So you're telling me if you get to 395, you don't get across it off, right? But your squat came up from 365. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should set your goal to 385 short-term and then set a year-end goal of 405. There you go. But taking those steps to get to that long-term goal. Like a lot of times people, like you said, going back to the smoking thing, I'm going to quit smoking. You're going to probably increase your probability of success. If you set some small waypoints, just listen to what you and Jenna said. You said that it releases endorphins when you cross something off. Mm-hmm. She crossed something off. It gives her confidence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's two things that's going to happen. One, you accomplish something. So you have endorphins and you feel good about yourself and you have confidence but you also see that, dude, if I put the work in, this four or five is attainable. Mm-hmm. I'm close. It's a it's a long haul. It's a but, long haul. But I'm close. If I take these mm-hmm. small steps. Yeah, because I just hit 385. I'm close, man. I'm going to let that 20 pounds. Stop me? Stop me. No, you're going to bust your butt. Mm-hmm. When a squat day is coming up, you're going to make sure you're ready for it, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're going to make sure you're going you know, to make, make sure extra sleep, drink your water. Yeah, you know, yeah. eat some deep fried chicken, like whatever <laughs> Get some mobility. Get, some, get, get the calories in, but that's what Is that all I need to get more squat is deep fried chicken? But if you're going from 365 <laughs> and your goal is 405, then sometimes that can be very daunting. Uh-huh. And like, dude, I'm not going to get there. Like, And then we already know when self-doubt creeps in, mm we're the first to check out. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the way it is. It's get, get to that next, you know, think about that next week you squat, then the week after, then the week after, holy crap, it's max out week. You know what I mean? What am I going to hit? You know, I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you cross off a goal and boom. How boom. Are we doing? So we're going to turn over to Jenna to help us uh, identify a call to action for this week. So you were saying about, you know, accomplishing goals. I think just writing, like coming up, sitting down, it honestly takes me a while to even come up with goals. Um, I have like three different sections. One's like business, one's personal, one's CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And it, but you've been intelligent enough to se- to segregate those things. Yeah. I don't, I just take them really seriously, I guess. But um, I don't, I read this thing like earlier, I think it was last year. And it was just talking about like visualizing, which I know you guys are was like. Was it from already, the One More Rep podcast? No. <laughs> No, I don't listen to those losers. 
Hey, Mo, uh, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> One no, and done. It was just yeah. talking about like if you and have something like let's just say a workout. So like for the open, which anyways. <laughs> In no, my which brain is, I'm talking. Which is what? No, like so for the open, you know, um, just visualizing like okay. What is, how am I going to feel when I'm done? If I do good, like, will I feel really good? Why am I doing it? What kind of obstacles might come in the way when I'm in the middle of it? So I'm in my third round, like literally going through every round, let's say it's for 10 rounds. And by the third round, you know that you're already probably going to be dead, but like, how are you going to get through it? And just like, I don't know, just visualizing yourself. Like I'm going to feel like shit, but I'm going to keep moving because my end goal is this. And I don't know. I think I feel like that's something that's helped me like in every aspect is like, how will I feel once I accomplish this? And that's what has kind of set my goal because something has to drive you to get you there. Mm -hmm. Like if you if it's not interesting to you or you don't really want it that bad, then you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But like even, you know, coming to the gym, if your goal is just to come to the gym three times a week, like what obstacle might come in the way of having to stay late, maybe your kids whatever Get like sick, cer yeah. yeah certain things that you can't help but um I don't know just you don't feel like it but you have to visualize that like okay I, some days I might just not feel like coming but I made this promise to myself and I know I'll feel really good at the end I don't yeah. know I just feel like that's helpful yeah going back to visualization oh you mean the episode we recorded <laughs> not no damn book <laughs> but uh I didn't bring this up when, when we did that but you were talking about that first fight you had that you you lied to your mom about sign and slip because you're underage, <laughs> but, but, but your, your mom was concerned for you. It's like, no mom, you know, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, do a double leg. I'm going to take him down, blah, blah. Except for the only thing you didn't account for was him picking you up and slamming you to the ground. <laughs> no, actually, I mean, I didn't, <laughs> what was I didn't, the thing you didn't account for him taking me down? Okay. Yeah. So he's a, he's a bigger dude. I mean, I gave up 25. Well, pounds, he was, so. you, you guy was like 10 years older than you too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, and, and I take that back to, uh, my very first combatives tournament, which is similar to uh, uh, jujitsu, but uh, my whole goal was just to not get choked out. You know that that I mean to me that was a pretty simple goal. You know I don't mind if I lose, but I want to prevent myself from getting choked out. I don't want to give up my back. I, I want to make sure I'm defending myself, posture up. You know if I'm going to lose, I want to lose my points. I don't want to lose because I use bad technique. You know and uh, then you lose from an armbar. <laughs> no, but, but I actually got lucky and I actually won my tournament. So, but my whole goal was based off of don't get choked out. And I actually, I want, I want to, I wanted to get into this cause this is, a, I do have a problem with this. Uh, and the fact that I see this, even with Jenna, when she's sitting here talking, I've coached her for a long time. Mm -hmm. I know her and she's telling me this damn conversations in her head. I'm like, no wonder you flip out <laughs> during, you know, during workouts. Like if, if she's setting these precedents, right. And she has these these checkpoints through her um, 10 rounds and she gets around four and she's not married right onto that checkpoint. Now mm -hmm. what? You got to count for those things. But now what? Yeah. She's going to, she's going to say, I'm behind. I'm not doing good. I'm falling off, blah, blah, blah. This is shit that goes inside of her head. And then she, it starts it, to melt. And this is the problem is it, it, it and she's laughing because it's so true because yeah, it's, it, it's, it's awesome. Don't get choked out. That's, I don't care. I don't care, but I, yeah. I still lose. Or she wants to, I, for, round four, I need to be at a 230 pace on each round. If I fall off of that, I'm going to struggle. What, what happens when it's 235? And just to you know, just brag on Jenna here for a second, I don't remember what workout it was, and I never shared this with, with either of you, but it was the workout where you had a meltdown. You actually <laughs> left the one? floor. Oh, when I went in the bathroom. Went in the bathroom. Yeah, it was open. And this is ha a had a little pity party. Actually, yeah. it was 10 rounds, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, was it, she came back out, finished the workout and finished seconds off her. And she still did time. better than I did. And I didn't go in the bathroom and cry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just meant like overcoming it. Like, okay. It so I, I'm just saying, for example, like if you hit round three and you know, it's already going to suck. How are you going to overcome and get over that? I'm not saying like you have to set an expectation that you have to be at this certain time by this. It's just, okay. So your arms are going to be fried by this time but how are you mm. going to get through it like you have to overcome that and i you know i know what you're saying but i also know how it goes down <laughs> and that's not how it goes down and it's not just her and it's not just mo the yeah. thing is a lot of times we we set a a goal okay and when we start getting further away from that goal 
um, and the workout to where she did go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. uh, she felt she was falling off. And it was a retest. It was the thruster double under. And she felt she was falling off on that. And I'm looking. I'm, I got her splits. I got her old splits and I got her current splits. And she's ahead. She is ahead. Mm-hmm. But her mind, she looks at the clock and she starts panicking. Like now in her brain, she's falling off. I'm like, dude, in my brain, in my brain, she's like, you're killing it. Mm-hmm. You're killing it, bro. You're going to do what we set out to do. But when she feels that that's not, because I can't tell her that, because now it's like, what? What'd you say? In mm-hmm. the middle of a double under. And you're having to think. I think it was because I was messing up and I didn't before, but yeah. She, she broke, just on, she like actually, she broke on the thrusters early and that's not like her. But that's she felt like she failed, but she's still way ahead because mm-hmm. she's been killing it. She's mm. pushing, she had pushed her fitness to an, another level. But that self doubt creeped in that she was doing worse. She had literally had the time to leave the workout floor. She goes in the bathroom. I'm literally trailing her like a shark. He <laughs> banged on the door. She closes the door. Lock, I hear a lock. I'm banging on the door as soon as it locks. Get out. I, that's exactly what I yeah. say. I say, You got time for this. Get out here. She still walks out, teary eyed, yeah. grabs the where she left off and comes in seconds of beating her original time. <laughs> like who does that? Oh, time out. I'm going to go take a shit. And then when I get back out, I'm still going to beat you. That's what Rich Froney would do in Fran to me. Like he'd be like, Hey bro, go ahead. You can start. I'm going to start about minute four and then you're up. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just the thing is I know where she's going, but this is also a trap because if we get too detailed and because even though I said, Hey, this is how it's going to go. Mom, I knew I had every, I had 15 other ways if it went any other way. The only thing I had in my mind that I knew I was going to win mm-hmm. and I was going to win and I lost a split decision. Yeah. I can't control. No, I you can't, can't control, control other human beings. Yeah. I knew that I wanted to win and I had every detail lined up for every situation to win. Because you would plan for those contingencies where things didn't go your way. And here, so, so yeah, so having those, mm-hmm. you know, plan B, plan C, yep, that's you, it. you gotta account for those things that are outside of your control. Like what if you would have got poked in the eye? Because that's actually yep. what happened to me during my tournament. And I was like, I didn't account for that. Right. And it sucked. Yeah. You know? it, it, there's there's things you can't control that will alter your game plan, right? But with her, you know, she said she did it right by setting like you know, how she's going to feel about herself. She accepted it, that the workout's going to suck. And she's able to push through that. But in the end, if you don't, if you say, I need to be at a certain pace and you fall off pace, well, what is an acceptable fall off? Because a, a 230 pace per round compared to a 30, 235 pace per round, is that really going to determine whatever? Because we already know on a, if you do a seven round workout, round seven is typically as fast, if not faster than round one, because you're done. So you can make up that you're, time. You're coming downhill. So yeah. yeah. So what? You fell off five seconds for two straight rounds. We know that we can make up 15 or 20 seconds on round seven or 10 or whatever it is because we know we're done. We're going to push it to that level, that gear. We have the fitness to do yeah. it. At that point, you're, you're going dark and you're just pushing through. But it, you know? if, we, if we're like, we got to be 230, 230, 230, 230. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, collectively what we're all agreeing here is like, don't get so caught up in the details that you don't. That you fail. That you fail. <laughs> yeah. And that's what can happen. You can over, there is such thing as over Over planning. Yeah. And yeah, over planning, overthinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but visualization is huge and she's become, she's light years ahead where she was mm-hmm. in that aspect. But we can also still, just like you said, don't, don't want to get choked out. Don't want to get choked out. Well, what happens when you lose for another reason mm-hmm. or you still lose? No one wants to lose. I don't train all day to lose. I don't train my ass off to finish second. I want to win. Right. I'm not happy finishing 10th out of 15. You know, that's just Mm -hmm. not my mentality. If I'm going to put the time, effort, uh, sweat, blood, all that crap in here, I'm going for first. Right. Yeah. And that's just you've invested all that. Uh, I've invested. Yep. So, yeah. All right. So that's your call to action. Don't over plan. Just get it done. Just do it. I stepped all over it, but I think it's, (laughs) I think it's a good teaching point in the fact that. Yeah, I think visual, visualization, visualization is, 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 is a very, very key component to it. But yeah. like you said, don't over plan. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it, it's a relationship to your goals. Yeah, don't don't set a lofty goal that you that is not physically attainable. Mm-hmm. Add in 100 pounds to your back squat. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're a new athlete, you know. But if you're Jenna, as long as she's done, there's no way there's she's no way she's adding 100 pounds to her back squat. <laughs> That'd be sweet, though, bro. <laughs> I mean, maybe <laughs> Jenna squat 415. <laughs> Dudes would be pissed. <laughs> All right, then.
All right. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Moe and I'm out. Peace. Bye. <laughs> That's anything. That's your thing, huh? Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. 60 iTunes reviews. What's this about? Where did this come from? Stop watching the... Oh, stop waiting to make something happen when you just need to start today. Why do we do this? Fallout from waiting. How can this change the direction of your life? I definitely should have ordered Good Christie's. fucking question. Is that the pizza joint? Yes, yeah, <clears throat> you definitely should have. Past tense. I thought- Tomorrow's a rest day, right? It is your refeed. <laughs> rest days are for pizza. Hashtag. Hey fam, Mo here. Just want to share with you a little bit of information. The morning after we recorded this episode, I found out that I had lost an individual in my family. Wasn't someone I was particularly close to, but still, the loss of life is still tragic. Uh, just bringing this up to remind you guys that, like we said during this episode, no one has promised tomorrow. Don't put off what you can do today, because you never know what's going to happen. Love you guys. Take care.